People are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them tick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ash Mom. Is your dog or cat eating the most fresh, all-natural pet food they can? If you're not feeding them pet wants, then they aren't eating the most nutritious food available. Pet Wants is a locally owned pet food store specializing in all-natural, fresh pet food delivered right to your front door. Check out PetWants.com and set up your subscription today. And for my listeners, use the coupon code BRIGHTMINDS20 to get 20% off your first subscription order today. That's P-E-T. W-A-N-T-S dot com. Check them out, y'all. Welcome back to Bright Minds with Ash Mon. I am Ashley Bright, and I am sitting down with Caroline Lee today. Hey, girl. Hey. Thanks for having me on. Yes, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm always so excited. I think that's how everyone starts. But I feel like your story is a little different. You've done something that I don't know anybody else that's done it. So, spoiler alert, guys. Um, Caroline hiked the Appalachian tra- Trail this year. Last year. Last year. 2022. 2022. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about. But we have to like, we can't just start right with that, you know. Um, I first like to do like a little bit of background. And she is from here. Like my husband, you guys are little unicorns. What did you think? I always feel like this is such an interesting perspective as like life goes on. What did you think it was like growing up here at the time? And what do you think it's like now? Like reflecting back, we're like, all right, it's not a bad place to be. Oh my gosh. But it's changed so much. Like I like yeah. Wilmington now, but it's so different from like 20 years ago i can't even imagine when i think here. of like mayfair just being woods i know <laughs> like, right and, and it was like just like a the farm town ended at middle sound road and now here yeah. i am out in porter's neck you know this is just farmland yeah it's crazy but now like i live downtown and like i mean like growing up obviously i never went to the bars because i was in high school but what like, do you mean <laughs> <laughs> right, right but the bars it was like just these like divey pirate bars and now it's like, like super cool it is very cool now i mean there's yeah. like multiple speakeasies and yeah. stuff and like and yeah. all the areas that used to be sketch are now like my favorite spots in town you know like know. it's really different do you feel like you appreciated it though were you like holy shit i live at the beach or it was just normal um no i think it was just normal yeah. Did you hit it up a lot? Like, I never go to the beach now. <laughs> now like, I actually, haven't been to Friday, the beach but... much. But yeah, we went, I went a lot in high school. Um, but it still felt like I was living in like suburbia because we weren't like on the beach, True. even though like we could see the water from my house growing up. But it was like, um, it was just the intercoastal. God, it's so crazy to me and just how much uh, it has changed. I know. I lo- yeah. And that is like, Stephen's like, we, I, you could get anywhere in town in 10 minutes. I feel like it's like a, we're like, dare I say like a big city now it's just crazy yeah crazy crazy so how did it feel when you were moving back here um I was super reluctant to do it I bet I can see that I was super reluctant um and my sister uh she lives in Brooklyn now but so she and her now husband um they got married like a week ago yeah (laughs) um but so they moved back for a few months during the pandemic. Oh, I don't know if I knew that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's like, Caroline, don't do it. <laughs> no. she. So she's like, I get, I get it. Like, I understand why you are like hesitant to move back because I was the same way. But she's like, you need to get over it. <laughs> like right. Wilmington's actually super cool now. What like, a great place to be. There's a reason yeah. there's so many people here. Yeah. And she's like, you know, people like you're going to be living with a friend. Like, you know, like. Do you go like out for groceries and run into like 10 people that you know? No. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes it different too, though. Yeah. You know? But like, I didn't really know, like, I wasn't like, a, I didn't have like a big friend group in high school or anything or like. Where'd you go to high school? Hoggard. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. And I asked you this part too, if I could ask on the podcast, but um, I wanted to talk about, because I think it's so, okay, this is what happened Friday night. I'm sitting there at my dinner table. I had some friends over and my girlfriend was saying that her sister who's gay, her and her wife wanted to move here. I've been talking about it. And she was like, are you sure? Like, I don't know if Wilmington is like progressive. And I mean, they live in the DC area. They've always been in big, I think they were in Seattle before that. Like, oh, yeah, just yeah. different. She's like, I don't know about Wilmington. So I kind of wanted to see if you would share that with me, like share what it was like telling, like coming out here in Wilmington and what, it, I, I don't even remember, were you in college? Were you in high school? Like, yeah. So I, um, I was 19 when, so I was in college. Okay. Um, when, can I ask this too, like when you told your family or like, when did you know? Yeah, both. Okay. So I think like, um, it was when, so I found a girl in college and then I was like, oh, I think I like girls. Um, yeah. But before that, I think like, like growing up, I was like very tomboy and, um, you know, would like get confused as like a a guy a lot and like, sure. And, you know, going to like cave fair Academy and like such a preppy school, like, I got called a dyke a lot because God. I would wear pants no. and stuff like that. And like, so I think for a long time, do I was like, still use that word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't even know. If, like, do my kids know that word? Like, that's like, makes yeah. me cringe. I okay, keep going. But yeah. So I think like for just so long, I was like, so stubborn and determined not to be gay. Cause sure. everyone was like putting me in that box, okay. you know? And so I was like, screw you guys. Like, I'm not gay, whatever. And so I just, like, never even, like, really considered it as a possibility for a really long yeah. time because um, I'm nonconformist and I, yep. <laughs> you know, I was like, I hated the, <laughs> the idea that, like, people knew something about me that you weren't even, like, sure about. I did. Did it, you know? like, hurt your feelings? I mean, I think high school's, like, a tough age. Were you sensitive about it or were you just, like, fuck you? Um... I mean, I I probably like repressed a lot of stuff, you know, but (laughs) at the time I was like, fuck you, you know? (laughs) Sure. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like I kind of had this thing with a girl in high school and then I was like, ah, too soon for me to face that, you know? Um, But I almost feel like, again, to me, it's, I had my uncle on here now, he's 75. So right, him being gay and growing up to me, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to like speak on this. It seems so different now. Like I feel like from the outside, looking in it's like seems like people are just so much more accepting or okay oh gosh, but i guess so kids much. are just assholes too so it's just gonna be what it is at that age yeah but like you know? also like these freaking 10 year olds are running around being like gender is a social construct and like <laughs> you know and i'm like wow that's good for you like that's amazing like i don't even know what that like, <laughs> like i wish i was that like Sure. liberated when I was 10 years old like that's amazing <laughs> did that like cross your mind moving back at all were you like is is it gonna be fine in Wilmington or you just kind of know it is now or like did that even play any part in it um so I mean I I guess like there's always a queer scene wherever you go okay you know like you can always even if it's just like one like dive bar that's actually like the queer hangout spot like you can always find something sure um so i wasn't really worried about that um i just like haven't had any experience because like growing up like i don't even know if we had a pride parade growing up like i never i never participated in it i never like heard about it or like do we have that now 
I don't know. I think so. I think <laughs> I so. I think we do. <laughs> Sounds great. I think it goes like right by my dad's house or something. Okay. That would check out. But um, yeah. So like, I I know there is, there is a queer scene and I, I think we have like one like gay club with like drag queens and, and I stuff. I just don't, but... I know it's the South, but I don't feel like we're this small Southern town, at least to me, you know, like I feel like we've got, getting a little more woke here at Wilmington, you know? Yeah. I think we're, I think we're doing okay for ourselves. What was it like? How was it when you told your family? How did that go? I mean, like I know your dad, so I knew how it would go, but for everybody that doesn't, how did, how was that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, when I told my mom, so I was abroad when I told both of them. Like on the phone? Yeah. I told my mom on the phone. Okay. Um, were you like sweating bullets or were you like, here we go? So, so the, the girl that I, uh, fell in love with, we study abroad together. So that's how we dated met. for a very long time. Yeah. We dated for about three and a half years that's or something. Time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I called my mom and the first thing she said was, well, to be honest, Caroline, it's not that much of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough response. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she was totally fine about it. And then my dad came and like visited me at the end of my study abroad program. So yeah. I told him then. Um, and I was super nervous. I was like, I mean, like, I like, I knew that he would be okay with it. But then there was like always that part that's like, well, you know, like he's from like rural well, Tennessee, yeah. you know, like what if sure. he isn't okay, you know, and like, which is hard. To, I mean, he just worships you and Kayla so much. Like, it's so hard I to know. picture. I know. It's, oh, it's just hard to like, picture any parent to me now being one, not accepting anything that their kids yeah. do. Like, whatever. I'm along for the ride. Like, yeah. I'm obsessed with them. Um, you know? But yeah, I mean, and like that whole, you know, like that's not really something that my dad and I like talk about regularly, you know, like relationships and stuff like that. So it was just like, I and, and it was he was fine. He yeah. was like, "Did you think I was gonna care? Like what? You yeah. know, like yeah." You're and it was fine, but like it was just. I, I think don't such as life, anything the unexpected, or the unknown is a little bit nerve wracking, right? Whatever that conversation yeah. is, Ugh, crazy. Well, you're back here and you're doing it, so let's yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do the trail. It's trail time. Okay, so this morning I was telling Lucy, my daughter, that you were coming on, and she I, she was like asking questions about it. I'm like, man, I don't know. So can you give me some like, well, we asked um, Alexa about it, who pulled from Wikipedia to tell me how many miles it was. <laughs> can you give us a little bit of background about how intense this this hike is? Um, Yeah. So I think the year that I, the mileage changes every year a little bit. I think this morning she said like 76 miles. 70. I don't know. No. Let's ask her right 76 now. 76 miles in Georgia. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I just like took away yeah. this like huge accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I finished Georgia in about a week. So. Damn it, Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. You know, so the year that I did it, I think it was like 2000. <laughs> it was like 2,194.3 miles. 2,197 yeah. miles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like 2,200 miles. And That's you like started where? Up. You start in Georgia, about like an hour and a half north of Atlanta. Um, and it goes. Georgia, North Carolina, and then Tennessee, Virginia, um, West Virginia. I'm working on my geography here. Um, <laughs> Maryland, Pennsylvania, um, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. I'm going to be yeah. laughing so about 14 my 76 states. miles for the rest <laughs> of this podcast. All right. What was your moment where you were like, this is now I know that you and your dad also again avid hikers you guys have done a lot of really cool stuff a lot of cool trips together but what about this I mean this is by far the most intense thing I think right 
Like Kilimanjaro yeah. sounds cool, but like this yeah, is really this intense. What intense made you want to do this? Um, so uh, this was like my when I heard about the AT, I was like 12 years old and I watched this like Did you guys always hike? I don't really know like No, this. so this okay. this was like the start of my like hiking lifestyle career okay. or whatever. Um so I saw this like little like 40 minute Nat Geo um TV sure. movie or whatever about the AT. I'm obsessed with and, everything they put out. Like yeah, I want to watch I, it. And I saw it when I was 12. I was like I'm going to do that. No way. I want to do that. Um, and so then after that, like my dad and I started getting involved in backpacking and stuff. And, um, and I like, I refused to set foot on the AT until I did all of it. Like you've never <laughs> wanted to do the 76 miles. <laughs> the 76 miles. No, I like, yeah. One time I thought I, I thought my dad had taken me on a little bit of the trail in the Shenandoahs and I like broke down no. and yeah, I made him like go and like talk to a ranger and like confirm Promise that we you had you not been on the AT. Do you know, I feel like this yeah. is so cool because how many 12 year olds have a dream that they actually do? I feel like the oh. dream changes. They forget about it. Like that's yeah. so cool. Okay. So when you get to Georgia and you're about to do this thing, how scared are you? Like that first night, or are you just so amped up? I feel um, like I would be terrified. That first night, I um wait, I feel like I skipped ahead. Keep going. Answer this no, question no, no. first. I was a little bit in over my head that first night because um the the shelter that my dad and I so my dad started the trail with me um for the first like hundred and forty miles yeah. or something. Holy so hell. the first <laughs> yeah. 76 miles. <laughs> Sorry, I was never stop. <laughs> <laughs> so that first night um for whatever reason there happened to be a bunch of like gearheads in um what does that mean so a gearhead is like people that are like really intense about hiking and about this like ultralight no oh, and, like okay. ultralight and you know they're like trying obsessed with mile counts in the day and stuff like that and so i get there and i'm like they're like how much does your pack weigh and i'm like Oh, you know, I think like with everything, it's like 40 pounds. And I was feeling pretty good about that. Sounds you know, great. like I got some luxury items and stuff, but like, you know, I can handle it. The goal that the goal, like the most you ever want is like 25% of your body weight okay, in a, on your back. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm well within that. So I'm doing pretty good. And, um, they're like 40 pounds. Like, Oh my God, we got to get you down. Like my pack's 22 pounds, 26 pounds. And I was like, stop. Okay. <laughs> like goodness. Like I've been, I've been, I've been like <laughs> preparing for this for like 10 years and like and reading all these day, books they're, like and, shutting you down. Yeah, I know. So I was like, Oh Lord. Okay. Uh, things have changed. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask you that. That's why I said I jumped ahead. Like, what was the preparation? Like, are you, are you out there walking the streets? Ever? Like, how do you prepare to do this? So you read a lot? Yes, okay. I did. A mostly, I'm really bad at like working out and like doing like a traditional. Yeah, you like, have to be like insanely in shape to me. Like, and I don't know. so I did mostly like mental preparation. I read a lot of books. I like made a bunch of like dehydrated meals because I'm vegetarian. Ooh. Okay. So I like prepped that side, and then I like pretty much. I was like, well, I work on a farm, so like I'm in pretty good shape. So I didn't really like physically prepare at all. Though, for, like, is the mental part more than the physical part? Yes, like anything definitely. else? I feel like working Absolutely. out, it's always like the mental game. Seems. It's definitely the mental game. I mean, like there are people that are in, like so. Actually, my first night, um, one of those gearheads that I was talking about, she had flown Why out. Why do I love that word? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she 
she had flown out from California to do this and she had like a 22 pound pack and she like knew all these like fancy ways to blow up a sleeping pad with like a trash bag and like all this stuff. And, um, she was super fit, had been preparing for a while. She had a panic attack the first night and flew home the next day. I, I feel sad for her. I want her to try it again. So it's like, it's totally mental i mean like physically you can God. push yourself through anything pretty much unless, right i mean like one of my friends hiked the last month of the trail with a broken foot so like jesus people. Okay. <laughs> like physically you can push yourself through it if you want to do it right um Gosh, it's, it, it's way more of a mental struggle so in theory how long or i guess not and on average does it take somebody to do this whole thing uh 46 months And you have 26 pounds on your back to last you four to six months. Yeah. So like you're, so we have what we call a base weight. I literally know nothing. So (laughs) there's what you call a base weight, which is like everything that is um, like not disposable. So like everything, like your sleeping system, your cooking system, uh, your clothes, um, you know, if you have a camera, your phone, battery pack, and then like all of and that is like not including your like food, water, gas. So like, because you can stop along and get yes. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You head to town every like three to six days. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is I like three so- days. I would be so proud. <laughs> I would be doing my own solo podcast to tell people about my three day hike. Like, I bet the longest I've ever hiked is like ten miles. That is wild. I mean, that's a good hike. That's 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 a lot. I that's so I average. <laughs> I calculated. I average thirteen miles a day. Okay. So it, I can it's do one really day. really not that much. You just think about it. I like, mean, I'd want to go have a glass of wine in a bed. That's like one day. <laughs> oh yeah. We when we get into town, we <laughs> drink. I bet. We, we drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have your sleeping system, your food, but you know you're going to refuel every three to six days. Yeah. And then, did you have mapped out like this is how far I want to go each day, or did and how much does that plan? change once you're doing it so i personally did a lot of like mileage you know estimates and goals for each day up about until like um new york which is like a little past the halfway point but (laughs) but that was because i was in the pandemic and i had nothing to do and so i was like i'm just gonna do intense map study because i was originally gonna do it in 2021 okay and so i was like all right, I'm going to, you know, ride out the pandemic and then start in 2021. And so I'm just going to like basically spend all of 2020 just like preparing. Yeah. And it, things were still like a little fishy in 2021. It turns out so, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. So <laughs> I pushed it back a year. Okay. But um, yeah, so I did like so much map study. I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend, you know, th- day 100 at this shelter, whatever. Um, I have a stupid question really quick. Is everyone on the same like trail? Trail. Yeah. <laughs> was like you can go this way or this way and then it meets okay okay yeah well that's a whole nother tangent i can talk about different types of blazing um so (laughs) different ways to hike the trail or experience the trail rather one thing that i learned whenever your dad got back that i think is so wild too is that like you're hiking together but you're like not together and you just you you hike alone i hiked alone for like the majority of the days this is giving me heart palpitations what do you do you listen to podcasts or music i did are you like one with nature yeah. like what do you do all, all the above oh my god oh yeah my god. a I lot of to like, be alone. I, like we can unpack this too it's like a whole therapy thing i don't like to be alone yeah. at all like for even a little bit it's weird steven left today at 9 50 and you got here at like 10 50 i'm like what, what am i supposed to do <laughs> 
what you can. Like, I mean, there are people like that do hike is it with someone you want to go at your own time. Pace? Yeah. Or because you don't want to chit chat. What is it? Both. Yeah. Okay. Just however you're feeling that day, you know, some, some days I would hike 23 miles talking to someone. Some days, you know. What would, kind of bond do you form with somebody when you're hiking 23 miles chit chatting? <laughs> like, is that like your best friend? You play a lot of games. Like I Spy? Like what you play? Yeah, I Spy. <laughs> um, like riddles. We love riddles. Wait, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> well, like, you know, give us like a brain teaser. Like, you know. Like a, um, I, give me. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, don't because I will get it and I'll feel dumb. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. Yeah. Night one, they're already like, hey, girl, you got to tone yeah. it down here. You can't bring all this stuff. You're getting a little antsy. You sleep in Georgia, like at a hotel the first, like before you get going? Like no um, night before you start? No, so we went to Knoxville um, for a few days. Knoxville, Tennessee. No, I need a map. Like, how Knoxville, Tennessee, because that's where my dad's family's from. So we stayed there for a few nights. And then my aunt and uncle drove us down, which was like, I don't know, maybe a three-hour drive. So they just dropped us off at the trail. That and day. then that's it. And then you started. Ready. Yeah. What time of the day was this? I don't know, like noon. And you maybe? walked for how long? We only walked like walked, five. Hiked? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, so that was a big joke. By the time we got to like Pennsylvania, me and like my friends would be like, hey, you guys want to go for a walk today? Oh <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, it's like, like, like you're going on a little let's beach go for stroll. A walk. <laughs> okay. So you walked, hiked like 25 miles? No, five miles. Oh, five that miles. first day. And it was only five miles. At night, are you sleeping in a tent or there's some places where there's like a, like a cabin of some sort, right? Yeah. And there's like strangers in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you like, hey? Yeah. So, so there, yeah. So there are a ton of shelters. They're shelters. like, they're like lean tos. They're like, you know, three sided structures. Um, some of them are a little nicer. Some of them like do have doors and stuff. Others are like really, really like it has a roof, but yeah. like, yeah. So there's like a slanted roof and like a platform to like lay out your sleeping pad on. This is wild. Some of them are like two stories. Those are fun. Um, but <sighs> so many questions. Yeah. But, so uh, some people like love to sleep in shelters. I love to sleep in shelters because it means I didn't have to set up uh, my hammock. And if it rains, I'm not getting wet. Yeah, that exactly. sounds great to me. And it's like easy get up and go in the morning. Uh, some people hate it because they hate like listening to people snore. Or well, that's what, what if I'm sleeping? Like my dad never there. slept in shelters. Really? Yeah, never. He was gonna sleep outside. Yeah. Always. Is he the one doing the snoring, or he doesn't like snoring? Uh, both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you like, what if somebody's sleeping and you don't get there until it's late? Does everybody wake up? It just is what it is. Is there an etiquette with these? <laughs> there is some etiquette. You know, like, I, I think, like, if you get there, everyone's pretty much asleep as soon as the sun goes down. <laughs> that and, would make yeah. sense. I mean, yeah. Um, just and so, like, if it's a nice day and you get there after dark, you know, it's like probably like you should probably set up your tent or your hammock or whatever. Um, but if it's like, shit weather and it's really cold or it's pouring down rain you just make fucking room in that shelter yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. you cram in there what was the weather like was it hot when you started in georgia and then freezing your ass off when you finished like how was no that? so i started in march okay so it was pretty cold the whole um, time it was well you probably wished for the georgia cold when you were like <laughs> yes yeah yeah, yeah. Like, north you know yeah um it didn't start to like warm up until like may probably um when i was in virginia I can't um, even process this amount of time. <laughs> How, like, what part was there ever a time you wanted to like give up? No. Holy shit. What was the hardest part? Like, w- were you two months in being like, oh my God, I still have months to go? 
Or did you even know? Okay. <laughs> like, sorry. Did you even process time out there? Like, did you know what? I mean, I guess you have a phone, but like what day it is, what, how? Um, yeah, you like kind of knew. I mean, you mostly just base it around like how much food do I have left and like, how close is the nearest town? Was that ever sketchy? You know? Or you were like, mm, I got like one meal and I have two days to. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. do you borrow? Can you? You like, can, can oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. People, man? people are always like, that's the whole thing. It's like you're you're hiking with quote unquote strangers, yeah. but you're all out there doing the same thing. Yeah, you're all looking out for each other. I have given out so much help and received so much help in the form of Painful gas or food yeah. or like a jacket or whatever. You know, a jacket. That's a big ass. You no, know, like at night oh, you know, okay. or something. <laughs> I'm like, gonna need that back before. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what are the the people you meet along the way? I feel like you should like write some book about this. I'm sure people have, and I should probably people, read one. Yeah, people definitely have. What do you feel like everyone was out there? Like, does everyone have a why? Like a story? Like in my mind, there's like when you do something extreme, it's usually because something extreme has happened. I don't know why I think that. Like I just feel like oh, there's yeah. like some yeah, healing yeah. or something that's gonna yeah. happen out there. A lot of people like I mean, there were a few people like me who like had heard about it and they were like, I've always wanted to do this and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, and like, I've just been waiting for the right time in my life to be able to do it. But a lot of people are looking for like solace or they're out there grieving either a relationship or a death or, you know, the loss of something and they're looking for yeah. not salvation, but just like, I think there's some form of healing, right? Something therapeutic happening when you're challenging your mind, your body, like all the different things. But I think like the people that like go out there looking for something like that often don't finish because in the end, like, yes, like the woods are super healing place and it gives you lots of time and space to think and process things. But like, they're not going to give you, it's not going to give you answers. So they're going to bring somebody you know? back. Like people are out there somebody, looking yeah. for something specific and that's not what the trail's for. The trail, sure. I don't know. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, you have to like walking in the woods. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't like, like it every day, walk. but you know. <laughs> I, I hope not. Please be honest about that. I'm like, no, yeah, absolutely no did not like it every day. Were you like scared ever? Like what's the, what's the nature situation? A lot of bears in there, like spiders. Bears, what was yeah. like, what's the craziest thing that happened out there? Um, well, in terms of bears, there was, <laughs> um, in Vermont, there was a bear that like, there were, I don't know, maybe like 40 tents at this shelter. And then like the shelter itself was packed with like 20 people. Um, and like the bear boxes where you put the food so the bears can't get it was completely packed full, packed, packed, yeah. packed full. And there was a black bear that like, was like in the camp with us, like circling the camp, looking for food. Does anybody have, like, do people bring guns and knives? Like, do you have, like, anything like that with you? I don't know if I met anyone that had a gun. That seems intense. Well, (laughs) like, I don't know. It's also heavy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Probably most importantly, I got a lot of people before the trail ask me, like, oh, so what millimeter are you going to bring or whatever? I'm like, none. None. I got to save every pound. spray, but that's for the bears, not for the people. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so you had something that made you feel, I guess. Yeah, like, and then like I had a pocket knife, and that that was it. If you're like, what I was gonna do with that? Um, but. There was one guy that his name, his trail name was Half Pike, and he hiked with a spear, just okay. just, just in to case, ha- just to have. Does a spear, everybody have a trail name? 
Pretty much, yeah. Unless they don't want a trail name. Um, Mine was Kato. What does that mean? So uh spelled k-a-d-o by the way because okay. i got a lot of different spellings <laughs> <laughs> and, um but so that came about i actually got it before trail but um my like two-year-old cousin couldn't pronounce my name properly carol so he called me kato that's so, adorable yeah okay what was your dad medicine man yeah, because he always had the mess. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just like, it. "Oh, you need some Ambien? Here you go. Come oh, you need some Meloxicam? Here you go." It's <laughs> like, yeah, always he always had the pharmacy with him. I love that. Yeah. All right. So, who are the people? Once you meet someone, were there people that you vibe with that you like? You want to keep doing this together? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you meet them early on? Were they like? Yeah. So, do you still talk to them every single day? So, like, so the, if you, like, hike with people for a long period of time and you, like, plan your days together, we kind of call that your tramily. That's cute. Yeah. Um, so, I intentionally, like, wanted to hike alone. Right. Like, I didn't want to start the trail, like, with anyone. I started with my dad, but I knew he was going to get off and, like, some other family members and friends like you had a lot of people from what i recall and visited me but like i wanted to do it like i didn't want like my dad to do the whole thing with me sure could absolutely not do that (laughs) (laughs) did your mom come she did did your sister come my sister did not she she does yeah she was just like super busy in the middle of filming making cat but i went and visited her for new york pride actually which was super fun so you can do that like i don't know what the rules are but like you can get off and come back up yeah 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 okay um and, well it depends on who you ask a lot that that's like that's no, what I, was, I would literally punch someone if they took that away from me that's what i was getting it. at earlier okay. it's like there's so many different ways to hike and experience this trail and like there because so many people try it every year um it's like i don't know over I don't even know the Let's number. make up a statistic. It's what, like, like well over 2,000 people try it. Try, try to How through hike it every year. How many people finish it? Um, I think it's like less than 25% Damn. finish it. Yeah. I love making numbers up, by the way. Yeah. You can tell me anything right now. <laughs> that that <laughs> percentage is definitely right. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah. And so because so many people try it and do it for different reasons, they're like, varying degrees of like purists and non-purists about like that sounds when annoying. It, it's really annoying yeah so like the like really annoying purists we call them white blazers i'm just loving out that dude the lingo <laughs> i should write just a book honestly about the different lingo on the at because it is gonna, ridiculous like, call this episode and like i've got so much good material right now like i can't wait <laughs> Okay, so yeah. so back to these purists. Yeah, so so well, first of all, the, the Appalachian Trail is marked out with white blazes on trees. It's like okay. a little swath swatch of paint, and that's how you know. And that's how you know you're on the AT. I have one more dumb question: Is it like a clear path? Uh, some yes, my, I would say like ninety five percent of it is really clear and okay. easy to follow. Some of it, like five percent, is maybe overgrown or confusing. Okay, I never got lost. Some people do get lost. Getting, I'm like, could I like, yeah. accidentally veer off? But like, you're on roads, you're like on boardwalks, you're really on trails, so you're on bike paths. Yeah. No. Okay. Like, some it goes through like the middle of several towns, like just on like the main street. Are the people in the town just here for it? Like, loving you guys coming through? Uh, some of them, yes. Some of them hate hikers. 
sorry, live somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. Well, how would you pick to live there? Get out. Yeah. I don't know. What do they hate about it? Uh, well, we're rowdy when we get into town. (laughs) Like, ma'am, I've been in solitude for days. (laughs) We're dirty. We're smelly. Um, didn't even think about that. We're very smelly. Shower. Um, in towns, usually there are a bunch of hostels on trail. Um, and this or a hotel is so crazy that it's or... not that far from me, and I have no idea that any of this exists. Like, yeah, that's it's a so whole another world. Crazy, a whole another world. Did you ever meet somebody on the trail that you were like, "Oh dear Jesus, we got to like pace ahead"? Yes. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. It's Whatever, just like, like the real world. There are like <laughs> mostly great people, a few weirdos, sure. and a few assholes. Okay. And you want to steer clear of the assholes, and maybe keep your distance from the weirdos. Uh-huh. And Find your people. Find your people. Yeah. Love it. Find your family. <laughs> Did you get close with anyone that bailed out? Like where you're doing a therapy session the night before, like don't leave, take an extra breath, sleep it out. Like did, did you have these moments? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, definitely in the beginning, there were a lot of people that dropped out like within the first so you find it's like miles. That is so damn um, far. I can't, yeah. even, but I guess it's not even a smidge of what you're about to do. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, I guess I'd rather somebody drop like, out then than like, yeah, there were some, there were some people like you hear, you meet them and then they like, you know, hike ahead or behind or whatever. And then you hear like two months later, you're like, oh, hook got off trail. And you're like, oh man, they made it all the way to Connecticut. And then, and then you're like, and then like a lot of people dropped out in like New England and you're like, oh my God, they made it all that way. And then well, they like, dropped why? out. Like, Do you ever know? There's fatigue. Just I like think, I don't even care I enough. I'm at, done. I think at that point, it's fatigue or like a serious injury. Did when people start out, is your goal or that you met? I mean, obviously, your dad was a different story, but like people were here to do. Is anyone like, yeah, I'm gonna do half and then I'm done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Takes there's all like, takes. and there's there's section hikers who like don't have enough time to do the whole thing, and they're like, like my dad. Um, because you have like, to I'm be try unemployed to me, right? Or yes. some job that there are some people that work for like I, there was a teacher who like taught on online class while she was on trail, and she's like, "Look, guys, pros of the pandemic, <laughs> I will only be available like on Friday through Sunday when I'm in town." Oh, my, <laughs> like, that's so cool! Yeah, pretty cool. But I feel like they're learning so much from her. But like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I like so many different ways. Did, were there people out there that you felt like were doing it for? content i don't know like they were had a podcast they had a youtube they had a yeah um a lot of people well not a lot of people but some people definitely had like youtube channels or like blogs or whatever um did you know you were going to do a blog when you set out yeah was it like therapeutic um or just do it as like a i was surprised that i kept up with it honestly (laughs) i'm not quitting the trail but i'm quitting this yeah Uh, (laughs) that's really what i thought was going to happen but um, aren't you so glad you have it documented though yes i am i am I'm not great at those things. This is helping me. I feel like document random parts of my life. Yeah. But if I had to write it out, I'm like, I wouldn't stick with it. Yeah. Never. Um, but yeah, there are definitely like some people that are sponsored by like Osprey or like some gear company to like do a whole bunch of social media and as they hike the trail and stuff and they like get all their gear and food paid for or whatever. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, whichever way you can do it. So I feel like anytime I watch a movie, of course, why am I thinking of Forrest Gump? But I'm thinking about your socks and your shoes. What was that situation like? <laughs> like, did your shoes last you the entire time? No, what I, was thinking about I went through like four pairs of shoes. Ser- do they get like holes in them? Like, yeah, like literally no. you just walk through the soles. I'm feeling like the laziest piece of shit right now. As a dream, my perspective would be like, I can hike one day. Like, 
God. That's so crazy. Okay. I think I've asked you this three times and I never let you answer. I want to know high, like high part, low part. What was your lowest part? Uh, my lowest part definitely happened in Maine. I was... Uh, How far are you to the end then? I, so we were... Ish. We were like <laughs> less than 100 miles from the end. Okay. That's, that's that the We were line. there. Yeah. We could see Katahdin. Katahdin's the finish the finish line this big beautiful mountain um very spiritual very gorgeous and and intimidating and we call her mama k get the hike up it mm-hmm. so the yeah. last end you gotta go so up there, the mountain. yeah um there's a big plaque at the end and everything but we had decided to uh, for whatever reason me and my family there by th- at that point so i had so backing up a bit i had decided to start alone um and then by halfway, so like Harper's Ferry, Virginia, West Virginia. I went there this summer. Beautiful. Look, I've been to a true town. Didn't yes, know it. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful town. Um, by that point, I like started hiking with two other people. And then by the time we got to like Vermont, it was like four of us and then six of us by the end. So like our family like grew was and growing. grew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for whatever reason, we decided to hike 33 miles in a day, which was like not a lot for some people. It's a lot for me. But and at that at point, like, you have to and we're exhausted. at the end, and we started at like nine in the morning. And so we're like, this is just going to be an all nighter. We're going to hike through the night to get where we need to go the next day because we were on the timeline at that point. And, the, and like, we were hiking, and I was literally like, falling asleep at the wheel as i was hiking like i was zombie no. like i didn't even know that was possible but i was just walking and like falling asleep and like walking off the trail and like this is crazy i know i like li- like and i was miserable and we like still had like 15 miles to go or something and like i just sit down on a rock and I was just like, everything is so beautiful and I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I just want to be done. I was like, this is horrible. Like, I don't care about any part of this trail. Like, I just want it to be over. Do these people raise you up then? Like, how? Yeah, we took a nap. Say, like, we took a nap. Okay. okay. <laughs> At like two in the morning. I feel like the your trail. body is telling you. At that, if yes. you can fall asleep walking, I know. like your body is literally done. It's done yeah. and you got to listen to it. Yeah nap right in the middle of the trail so i never thought about like quitting but i was by the time we got to like maine yeah. i was ready to be done Did, like i knew yeah. i would finish but i was like over the trail like i mentally i was over it mentally physically emotionally sure. like i was like i'm not enjoying this trail anymore and i want it to be over yep and i will get to the end i know i will but at this I, point yeah, done with it. I feel like any of your family would have flown and been like, "I'm, we are getting there." Like making, yeah, yeah, you've already made it. Yeah, gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. What about a high point? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of them, but were there time? Like, what are those things that you left there? I don't know. I think it speaks so much to your character, like your endurance and the strength and the sheer willpower. Like, what kind of things did you leave there with? I don't know. Do you feel different? I just asked eight things and nothing <laughs> at all at the same time. I'm like, why do I have a podcast? I'm ter- <laughs> like i don't feel like a different person like i was pretty sure of myself when i went into that trail it's kind of badass and like like i knew you know the things that i want in life and the things that i don't want and like you know but i I definitely like move through the world differently now i love that like i 
I don't really get stressed about a lot of stuff because like I feel like you can handle anything. It's gonna work out in the end, you know, like very great perspective. You yeah, know, like and you might have to ask some people for help. You definitely will have to ask some people for help along the way, and that's okay. Like it's okay to rely on other people. We should normalize that a little more. Yes, it's not easy to ask people for help. Yeah, but um, so like this one time I got so I got norovirus on the trail. No, yeah. Um, How long does that take you out? That took me out for I don't know four days. I think. Um, and I would be so nervous that everybody was going on without me. Yeah, yeah, I was. But Ugh. so I. So it was like a snowstorm was rolling in. This was in like Tennessee, I think. Um, and I like wake up in the middle of the night oh, and I like puke outside of my hammock. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, sometimes you know, too, you know, it's like a one and done situation. Yeah, or, like, you know, this is yeah. something. This You're is only going to get worse. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, crap. And like. So I like, I'm like, maybe I can hike like two more days to get to town. Maybe. Um, Cause there's like no service where I was. I passed like one road. If you had between. my, like I felt my heart rate right now. Like I would, <laughs> I'd quit then. I'm like somebody come get me. I'm done. Tap yeah. Out. But like I couldn't call anyone because I didn't have any service. <sighs> and so I was like, I'm going to try to make it. I hike like two miles past this road and up over this tiny little hill and it was just like a mess like i was not making it this and really so cry. then like i'm like at this dirt road with this house at the bottom of it and i like i'm like i gotta get to town like i have i have no service so i just like walk up to this person's house and like ask to use their phone and she- luckily she had a landline and uh so i like call the shuttle that's like in my guidebook you know and- okay and she's like, and I'm like, all right, I got to hike those two miles back to the road because that's where he's going to pick me up in like two hours. That's what we settled on. And then she was like, I can just drive you there. Like, I'll drive you to the God road. God bless this family. God this bless lady, her. Whoever this was. That's yeah. amazing. And um, yeah. For and anyone so, that's like, ever had a stomach bug picture. I mean, <laughs> I can't even, where you can't even move and you had to hike two miles. Yeah. Like, so like, you know. And people, like, I've told that story to people, and they're like, what would you have done if she wasn't there? I'm like, well, I just would have Something else suffered, but yeah. she was there, and I just <laughs> asked for help, and it all worked out. And I did throw up in the shuttle, Oh God. but it yeah. did yeah. work out all in the end. I'm sure they've but, like, seen it all. Yeah, so, like, I'm, I don't know, just, like, moving through the world now, I'm, like, less worried about, like, schedules or, like, you know, what could go wrong. Yeah. I'm, like... It's going to be okay. How? Whatever happens, it's going to be okay in the end. Which is so great. And some people like never learn that throughout life. You know, yeah. I feel like each year I get older, I'm feeling more and more yeah. so confident in that. Like it works out. Yeah. Like, and sometimes when it seems like it doesn't, you know, time's on your side. Like, I don't know. Like it's yeah. going to work out. Like We, have, we that have this phrase middle. that's the trail provides. Oh. Yeah. I like this. And so like that day, the trail provided for me. <laughs> Somebody's looking out. Yep. Whether it's and like, you <laughs> whatever know, it is. like another day, like my soul, the soles of my shoes were falling off. Um, Like they were just splitting. And I was like, man, I really need a rubber band. I walked like a mile. Boom, no. There's a rubber band in the middle of the trail. This is so cool. I know. It, I like the it. trail provides. And another day, this is, these are just crazy, crazy stories. <laughs> I had just finished my book and I was like, I need another book. I need like another small book, you know, that doesn't weigh too much. And then like, for whatever reason, I was like, I think I want to read like the autobiography of Malcolm X. 
because of course because you <laughs> i don't know never <laughs> once have i thought about reading that book or you know but i'm like i bet that would be interesting uh-huh. the next shelter i get to there's a copy of the this autobiography of malcolm chills. x like, in the shelter the world is wild I and i don't even know what like, that is that's amazing the trail provides the trail provides okay. so like like going through life the trail provides i love it's it it's gonna be okay all right keep put, like focusing on this too but the people that you met you're trampling do you keep up with them like how oh yeah Oh, right? yeah. I feel like that there's something to me that I like can't even begin to like some sort of bond of the shit you guys have been through in six months that is like unbreakable. Yeah. What are all yeah. I, and then does everybody just go back to normal life? But you're just like texting, like, yeah, it's really weird to be at this like five star yeah. dinner right now. Like, well, I know, like looking fresh. A lot of smelling us, good. Like <laughs> we we were just kind of like drifting after trail. Yeah. I feel like that um, seems very strange like what do i do next yeah it was like for for six and a half months i had a plan and an end goal and yeah. it was like i knew what i was gonna do today and the next day and the day after that i was gonna get up and i was either gonna lay in bed and take a zero <laughs> day or i was gonna walk yeah and i was gonna walk north. one or two options <laughs> i was gonna walk north <laughs> you know and like <laughs> that's all and the only thing we had to worry about was like food and gear and maybe what the weather was going to be like um and yeah and the next town like that was the far the farthest out you really had to think about was like where's the next town so was that like depressing after a little yeah and like it was a lot of like you're just like oh so like where do i fit in this world now and like how like what's going to be my next katahdin yeah you know, like, what is my next? I was kind of wondering thing, that. Like, you know? what do you? Or not, not even like a big thing, but like, what for t- ten years? Like this. How old you are know, you? Twenty six. Okay. Um, I was yeah, I was twenty five when I finished. Um, but you've had this dream since twelve, and now yeah. I finished it. So like, uh, now what kind of feeling? Yeah. Uh. Well, for a while, I was like, just I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then so a lot of people and this kind of was my um plan until i found a good job um that i liked that like maybe i can get it make a career out of it um but for a while i was like i'll just take another trail okay yeah Um, i was wondering if that crossed your mind or if you're like get me out of the trail for well when i first finished i was like i was like i'm not gonna hike for at least six months like i don't want to walk anywhere for like six months also where did you like wither away? Were you like way to zero when you get done with this? Uh, some people, mostly the men do. The okay. men look like gaunt skeletons. <laughs> of course. Like yeah. they look unhealthy oh, okay. by the end. Like okay. they got these like beards that they've been growing out for four months. <laughs> and like they're just, you look at them and you're like, oh my gosh. Dear Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I gained a bunch of muscle mass. Okay. Um, I was like, I guess I, I was yeah. thinking so, like overall, that. like I didn't, I think I lost like 10 pounds. Some, some people like, lose like you know anywhere from 40 to like 80 pounds um that's so much weight yeah it's yeah. crazy um but by the end my calves were like you have to be they I were can't tree trunks imagine like they were so whatever big. i would own that of, like you um, know what i did to get these god yeah um okay so you thought maybe i'll do another hike maybe i'll yeah and a lot of people do like a, a lot of people i know are like doing the pacific crest trail or the Continental where's that Divide trail. i don't know anything 
um the pacific crest well, trail is pacific. yeah is uh it goes from uh california to washington how does that compare like mileage wise endurance wise uh so it's longer it's okay. about um i don't know 500 miles longer or something like that um these numbers are insane to me yeah. i like my 76 miles <laughs> And then the Continental Divide Trail is like a thousand miles longer, I think. Um, but it's a just different. It's different challenges. Longer. So like everyone on the AT, like the the Pacific Crest Trail, really or Pacific Coast Trail, Crest Trail. That's it. Wait, you can, PCT. Whatever. We call it the PCT. Okay. Um, <laughs> that intimidates me because you're going through desert. You're going through like the Sierra Mountains. Yeah. So snow. You need crampons. What's that? Um, like little spikes on the bottom of your shoes to like hike over snow. Oh, okay. And so it's like the weather changes and the, like the climates are very different and the, the resupply towns way farther in between. Few and far between. Yeah. Jesus. And so it's different challenges, but like the grade, like the elevation grade and the height, the actual yeah. hiking is supposed to be like way easier. Do you think you'll do it? Nah. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I might do parts of it. I could definitely do parts of it. But I like that though. Like this is the yeah. one. This was your thing that you didn't yeah. touch until you were doing the whole thing, but other yeah. trails you could go hop on, hop off. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I don't always like the what's next question, but with you, like so much more I wanted to know, like what's next. Yeah. Like, do you feel content right now? Like Um Yes, oddly, yes, I do. I okay. wasn't, you know, it took about a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also feel like you just got back. Like, I know I can't it does feel like I that just was got last back. year. That's crazy yeah, to me. As like over a year ago, which is pretty wild. Um, we can, you can say a pass on this. I don't know. I should have asked you this one. You met someone on the trail. I did meet someone on the trail because that's where you went after, right? Didn't you mm-hmm. guys? Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, her name was. Her name was, her trail name was Out and About. Let's keep it that. We call her, we call her, I called her OB. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I met her about halfway and then we hiked the, basically the second half of the trail together and we got together like, you feel like falling in, in love New on the trail is like a whole nother thing as I keep talking about these relationships. Yeah. Like that seems so intense. Or do yeah. you think that's like what it was? And then when you didn't have that. Well, I think for, like, it's really hard to like, tr- so long story short, short podcasters, which I fell Sorry, in love yeah. on the trail. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really want to. Um, yeah. She's from Minnesota. And so after the trail, I didn't have a plan. And so I was like, I can move to Minnesota. Sure. Why not? Moved to Minnesota. Uh, she broke up with me two months later. Um, I don't really, I don't know if yeah. I realized it was that like. It was that soon. Yeah. And so then i was Was that like crushing or were you okay oh no that was crushing okay (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was when i like really so like right after trail i felt okay because i was like i got a plan yeah you know like i got something to look forward to like i don't know what i'm gonna like do for like a for work but like i'm moving you know i'm I'm gonna be a city girl you know let's go to minneapolis whatever um let's try and start this little life and then when I think like probably both of us were just like probably too afraid to like fully let go of the trail. Yeah. And so I guess that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, is that Yeah. And so and I'm like, not trying to minimalize any of the feelings yeah. or but I wonder if that's like And your... and some things just don't translate. Yeah. You know, like when you get back into the hustle and bustle of like mm-hmm. real yeah. life. Um, do you guys still keep up? Uh kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um so but, when because you're still part of my family yeah. you know like you guys break up and you're in this city this place that you don't did you did you instantly move back like what'd you do no i probably should have okay. <laughs> <laughs> i definitely should have 
literally okay. all of my family was like what the hell are you still doing out in minnesota did you keep so i stayed together? there no no okay um but i stayed there for i don't know so like another like, eight months or this something is so cool of you though you've always been doing like cool shit your whole life like just rant- minnesota's not cool <laughs> <laughs> it's cold but it's not cool <laughs> good to know i'll keep that in mind yeah i don't know i just feel like you've always been doing something like ahead of the times or something that nobody else does. like she plays the banjo like a badass and like you were composting before anybody knew what composting was and, like i don't know i just like i was doing something cool it works out for you uh, that one didn't work out, but in the end it did. Because... Trying to make something positive here happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what, though? You learned something along the way. I don't know. Yeah, and I never would have moved back to Wilmington otherwise. I don't know where I would have moved, but it wouldn't, have been, it wouldn't have been Wilmington, and I wouldn't have found this job that I have now. Which you're kind of loving. Which All right, I'm so loving. like we're going to wrap it up here soon. Then tell everyone what you're doing now, because it's yeah. also so random and awesome. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You're always doing something awesome. I love it. Yeah, so now I'm a farm manager on an oyster farm here in Hampstead. How, how did you know how to do that? Or how did you meet this guy? Uh, well, so I didn't know anything about oyster farming. And that you might still not happening. because you should see your hand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> did have a, a bit of a shucking accident last night. But um, it's fine. It's all, all fine. up like it's from shucking an oyster. Like, this um, but no, I just, I worked on farms for years and I was like, what kind of farms are around Wilmington that aren't like hay farms or yeah. livestock farms? I read his write-up in like one, like one of the news things just did a something about this oh, yeah. working. It's awesome. Yeah. Where what's it called? Ghost Fleet Oyster Company. And it's in Hampstead? Yeah. And what's he doing that's like different? So um, I don't know where anybody gets oysters. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the oyster um business and industry in North Carolina is like just within the last like 10 five to 10 years really it is but we are like the napa valley of oyster farming i just started eating oysters within the last like five to ten years yeah do you um, love them i don't love them but i like them i don't love them either yeah. but i'll eat them i keep yeah. trying it. i hear if you eat something in a certain amount of time she'll start to like it and as long as they're I mean, dry enough or cooked enough i'm like I'm on like the raw shell on the half shell the okay. raw oyster i yeah. love that um I'm, i can't eat like 20 of them yeah i want but... someone to cook it and put it on a cracker <laughs> yeah <laughs> does that count yeah that counts absolutely <laughs> okay back to this so what's this guy doing um so he's like super into sustainability um and education so and cool. like there are a few farms a few types of farming that are like actually sustainable and oyster farming is one of them because like oysters one oyster can filter like 50 gallons of water a day what yeah so like you think about like all these problems that North Carolina has been in the news with all these PFAS in the water and like all these this is Gen X? Yeah. Okay. What's a P? What a, P- a PFAS is like a chemical. Okay. So it's like we had our own little <laughs> mini Flint, Michigan. Okay. Happen yes. yes. In the Cape Fear River Basin, right. um, which like is crazy because like we live here and you don't even know about it. And I grew up here. I didn't know about it. Our water is like super not clean to this drink, like, like the, our tap water. Yeah, we should not be drinking our I tap water. I would be going to people's houses and they still have like, they'd get the jugs all of a sudden. I'm like, yes. I'm still drinking mine. Like, yeah. What's like, going to happen to me? Yeah. Uh, just we'll get, a, out. get a burn filter. <laughs> I should yeah. just do something. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you think about like all these pollutants that are in the water and oysters sequester that. They take it out of the system. They put it into their shells. And you're Did left you know with this, this beautiful little shell. Did you know this before you started this job? Um, I knew oyster farming was like re- really good for the environment. Um, that's so cool but i didn't realize like how good it so was. what's your day in day out look like like and is there a season where it's too cold and there's no oysters we, no. we want to eat oysters when it's cold so you can eat oysters any day of the year you can't well, like there is oh, like the myth? whole like like 
um, I just associate belief fall that weather. it's like, oh, you have to eat it in a month that ends in ER or yeah. whatever. Yes. Yes. That's not true. Um, so the only, the only reason that came about is because like in the summer, wild oysters are uh, reproducing. Okay. And so when you, they're still edible, but when you open up a wild oyster that's in the process of putting out sperm and egg into the ocean. Yeah. You get a, you open it up Oysters and it looks like and eggs? it looks like sperm and egg oh in that okay. little oyster shell. <laughs> and but you go to like France and Australia and that's a delicacy. It's it's the same. It's totally it's edible. It's just we People, like freaked ourselves out. We just out. don't like the look of it. This is wild. Yeah. This is just as interesting. No, that's not. This was so fun. I feel like yeah. I could keep I was telling her when we sat down. So I always, guys, I always prep for my podcast because I'm always scared that I'm gonna have somebody on that gives me nothing. Like we don't talk. I don't know. So I write out all, look, it's like a front and a back, yeah. like all these questions. Yeah. I don't know if I asked you one of them <laughs> or I asked you all of them 10 times. A different <laughs> answer. Like one of the two things happened. This is so great. I love it. I feel like you should like do something with this knowledge that you've gained. I don't know. How many books are there that are great out there about hiking the trail? There are quite a lot. Like you're smart. You could do something like awesome with this information. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to put that in your pipeline. <laughs> um, Why don't you be my ghostwriter? How's that? Gosh. Can you can you imagine this brain trying to write something like a clear, logical thought? Y'all, I really, this was so fun. Thank you. Thank you. Please yeah. continue to like listen and follow me on Spotify, on Apple. It's Bright Minds with Ashmon. Is your blog public knowledge? Like if I posted about it, if people want to learn more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can post a link for your blog. Yeah. Sweet. It's a... Uh... Yeah, you can post it, but it's myathike.wordpress.com. You're the first one that did my AT hike. How did you get that to me? .wordpress.com. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do you do social media? I'm on Facebook, but like not really. Yeah. Okay. I had a feeling that that was going to be a hard pass. Hard pass. Hey, thank you. Thank you. You're the best. Thanks for having me. This is good. Y'all, thanks for continuing to listen and support me. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Bye. Okay.